How's it going, listeners? Welcome back to Cast. In this episode of our October series, we are going to be talking about Made of Scare. Or Skyer. Skyer? I've it's never heard Skyer. No, it is Skyer. It looks like Skur. I think it... Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure it's, people it's think it is, but it's Scare. I've heard people on YouTube say Scare. And they literally said Scare Hotel in the game. Ben wrote Skier on the notes. Yeah, Ben, I didn't do that? that. Skier? Yeah. That we that might have been a mistake from when we, yeah. we were writing it down a while ago. Oh, okay. But skill. Skill. So we're back from the Vermont trip. Yes. That we took, which was like what, almost a week we were gone? It was about six mm-hmm. days, I think. Was in it total? Six days? And the thing was, it was we left it was six days. Five of them were totally in Vermont. Hmm. I think. Was it seven? So it was five days. Yeah. We left Thursday and came back Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But um, it was a really nice trip. It was. Kind of feels weird coming back. Like yeah. I'm kind of well. A part of me is happy because um, it's kind of nice to get back into the routine of things. But mm-hmm. it's also kind of sad because it was so pretty over there. Yeah, it was fun. We hiked a bunch. Actually, not as min- not as much as we thought we would. But I mean, it was raining a couple days. Yeah. You and I and Elena went up that the mountain. Mountain. Yeah. Crazy. That was fun. And then we climbed the uh, the ski lift ladder at the top. Oh, that was scary. It was. So we went up this, the, yeah, the ski lift mountain. What was it? Like almost 2,000 It was like 1,800 to 2,000. We don't know exactly, yeah. but. But they had the, the ski lift poles like that the wires are connected to, but they had ladders, so we climbed up to the top of it. Yeah, but I don't know. I should have got my phone out before, but I, I got to the top and I stuffed my arm into one of the ladder ladder pegs. And I, like, tried to get my phone out of my backpack. Oh, yeah. With one hand. And we were probably, what do you think, 40, 50 feet in the air? hmm And I was, like, pulled out my phone. And it was scary because I had one hand on the ladder, one hand with the, my uh, phone. But I, I, had, I had a good grip. So I think, I think, um, I think as, like, I got older, I've been more afraid of heights. Mm-hmm. Because we used to... We used to like do, you know, chicken rock or whatever. We used to jump into the lake off those like high points and without an issue. But now I'll like have a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. I have, I'm more hesitant now. Especially when we were in New Hampshire, when we were camping. That one jumping spot that yeah. we jumped off of yeah. it was like twice as high. It's weird. But we, we didn't want to do it because we just wanted to do the regular yeah. one. It's like as you, I don't know. Maybe you less adrenaline less, or something. You get less of a kick out of it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think Weird. I did the chicken rock thing once, and that was enough for me. I was like, I mean, it's a cool experience, but yeah. it's not like something I want to do every time. Mm-hmm. Huh. Although heights are really cool. Like, I want to I want to go as high as possible. I'm not afraid of heights if I'm not jumping off something, of, but like going yeah. to a height and like looking around. Yeah, as long as I know I'm like secure if yeah. i have a harness or i'm like strapped into a roller coaster or something it's fine but if i'm like at the top of a ladder and it's wobbly yeah that's when it gets scary mm-hmm. like the um so we went to the Big E a couple weeks ago and they had those um i don't know what they're called but those rides that go just vertically like up and then it like you don't know when it's going to drop and then it goes down like i don't do those anymore because hmm. i don't enjoy them like kind of like a late compounds like, like the downtime with the downtime yeah where it just straight up just drops you. Like I hate that because it goes it goes so quickly. That one is very tall. It is tall. Is it taller than the Lake Compounds one? Uh, no, 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 not Lake the Compounds. Lake Compounds one. one is tall. Uh, that one's like it's like crazy. what is it four hundred feet or something? Yeah, see, yeah. it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But 
I feel like those rides last so short. Short. Yeah. yeah they, they're very short. So it's like you wait in the line for longer than you're on it. Yeah. Yeah. But we went up to the gondola as well in Vermont. And that one, like, I didn't have an issue with. Well, yeah. Cause you're secure inside of it. Yeah. So it's like, it's a little <coughs> bit different. You missed mm. out on it, but. Yeah, I know. I had stuff to do that day. Mm-hmm. But from the pictures, it looked really pretty. It was yeah. super fun. The people were like, the people were saying, oh, I was because I was wearing shorts, basically. And they're like, it's going to be cold up there. It wasn't cold up there. Huh. It was a little chilly. It was like, it I was, mean, you have a different, you have a, a higher threshold for that kind of stuff. Yeah. You're always it was a shorts. little bit colder, but it wasn't as cold as I was expecting it to be. Like, we went to Vermont in the fall and he didn't bring <laughs> a single pair of pants. Nope. I had only shorts. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. You open your window in the winter. Yep. Freeze Ben out I, of it. He just gets under his blankets. Oh, I don't care. Well, sometimes I'll turn on... I've, I've gotten him used to it. That's what uh, it is. I, I do the same thing. I turn on the fan, like, to bro- blow the cold air in, and it's, mm-hmm. like, freezing in my room, but then mm-hmm. I... You get under your blankets, of, yeah. and it's more comfortable. Just because yeah. it's... You just sleep it's better. Cold, yeah. I do that up to a certain point, and then it's too cold. I mean, winter, mm-hmm. there's no way. I yeah. Mean, this time I of year is fine. Mm-hmm. But it's really nice out, especially with the leaves changing. I yeah. think it's peak season right now in Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah. I love fall. Oh, it was it was peak when we went up to Vermont too. In Vermont, yeah, mm-hmm. it was sick. Yeah, yeah, I was I was telling Chug earlier. I was like, I'm excited. For, I'm still like, I still have that like excitement for Halloween still. But like, I feel like the Vermont trip kind of like used up a lot of that. And now I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, but I don't want to like get too you ahead don't of myself. Rush it because yeah, I still want to enjoy Halloween and like the scary because like, the next mm-hmm. next couple weeks vibe. We're just gonna. There's a lot happening. With what we're doing. Yeah. And Modern Tons. Warfare in a couple oh, weeks. Yeah, no. 28th is Modern Warfare, which the campaign comes out to 21st. Oh, we'll be done. Because Scorn, we'll be doing Scorn and then the Quarry after. The quarry. Yeah. So hof- by then, yeah, we'll have And then we'll have the for- campaign beaten maybe. Depends on how long uh, that is. I haven't even beaten the first Modern Warfare campaign. Oh. I haven't either. I played most of it, but I never beat it. It's okay. I liked Cold Wars better. I don't know. I'm more looking forward to like the multiplayer. Oh yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. And the uh, I heard the the co-op in it is going to be great. We got to get spicy noodles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're I, planning I for literally it. told JD this morning. I was like, we gotta we gotta order the box. Yeah. I liked uh, Cold Wars because it was more than just a war story. What? Oh the yeah, campaign. that was good. We have a that was a good story. It was pretty. But like good. Modern Warfare is just another one of those war stories. Yeah. Although this one, I feel is going to be is about. Um, Task Force 141, is that what they're called? I don't know. From the original Modern Warfare? All I know is, well, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a war story, but the Modern Warfare games are mostly about the relationship between the team. Hmm. Like, uh, similar to, like, how um, Mason and... Uh, Woods? Woods. It's like that, but with the whole team. So, like, if someone were to die, it's, like, super impactful. Mm-hmm. From what I remember, it wasn't really like that in the... Modern Warfare campaign. Oh, the new one. one. It wasn't... The f- new one, yeah. The new one was new characters. There's one point where With... you're playing as a little girl. What? Yeah. Yeah. You're playing as far as a little girl. I don't know. And you have like a revolver and it's like... <laughs> you're <What>? killing people. <laughs> you're literally shooting people, yeah. That's Stabbing awesome. people in the legs. Are you serious? It's awesome, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, wow. it is weird. It I'm is fun though. That. I'm trying to think. Um, what is it? The... This the new Modern Warfare is Task One Four One, so it's like the originals. So you're playing as like Ghost, yeah. Price, the the new the, the originals are worth playing. You um, gotta play them. They're you gotta so play them good. eventually, oh, but they're amazing. 
Mm-hmm. Once we get past the holidays and stuff, we'll think about a new series. Maybe like that. December. We could do a COD series. If, whatever, whenever mm. there's a slow like portion, because mm-hmm. like, like November, there's tons of games. And then yeah. December, I think Callisto Protocol is coming out, and January is Dead Space's remake. So both like Dead Space type yeah. games. Dead Space always terrified me as a kid. I mean, I mm. don't know. I never really played it, but <clears throat> I never wanted to play it because my older brother would play it. I've Scary. played a little bit of it on my computer years ago, and it was very old. So that's why I'm looking forward to the remake. That brings out that that makes it less scary. Mm-hmm. What the remake does? No, the old one. Oh, it's yeah. like the crap. Like you're too focused on how old it looks. Apparently, mm. the new the new remake they're remaster like they're remaking the gore system. So like, it's gonna be more impactful to shoot things. It is so mm. gory. It's third, gonna be even. Third it's one. gonna be even more gory than the old ones. Yeah. Apparently, huh? So. I think I played it briefly, but I didn't really get very far in it. I didn't either. But it was it was fun, though. That's why I'm looking forward to the remake. You know, I think it was on mobile that I played it. Do they have it on mobile? I'm pretty sure they have mobile? a mobile version of it, yeah. So odd. The first Dead Space. You know, speaking of mobile, I remember yesterday you showed me the new Steam app update. Oh. Which is huge. Yeah. It's it so looks cool. really good. It's, it's, like, very polished. Now, did they have the remote download feature previously? I thought no, they did. No, but you can stop it. <clears throat> Wait, what? You can stop and start it. So once you okay, so if you had a if you had a computer with Steam on it and you had your phone and you started a download on your computer, you can see how far the download is. I remember mm-hmm. that. You can stop or start it. You couldn't actually like pre-download it onto it. That huh. is what I'm really looking forward to. Because so, like there'll yeah. be times where we're out and I know I need to download like a hundred gig game and I have to wait till I get home. Mm-hmm. So like if my computer's on, I could just literally start the download yeah, on my phone. Pull up your phone and then download it, and so it's ready <laughs> when you get home. I haven't bought anything with the updated app, but it was always really annoying to buy stuff before. Yeah, because it was just the interface wasn't great. It was you pretty know, bad. They updated it, and so it's like it feels very similar to how the Steam Deck OS is. Yeah, mm. with yeah, the way does. that they have it outlined and stuff, which. I like a lot because it's very clean. Yeah. Steam is just getting better and better. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes me hate the other ones more. Yep. <laughs> the other launchers. Well, it really Epic, does. What is it? They, past three months, three or four months or so, they finally put in reviews. What is even Epic? I haven't they even They didn't like, even have reviews. About, yeah. they, you couldn't, like, downvote a game, so you couldn't tell if the game was bad or not. Yeah. So, like, what's the point? I don't, I don't know. know. They have a really weird business model achievements like, don't yeah. work they give out games yeah giveaways and exclusive titles so they make all their money by holding people hostage to their launcher yeah. pretty much steam is the exact opposite in that it wants to give people choices mm-hmm. the only other one i don't really <clears throat> mind too much is xbox because of the game pass hmm. so like i actually don't mind using that that yeah. one. no i don't either because you get it's basically free. like i wouldn't mind if it was just <clears throat> xbox uh xbox launcher and steam oh yeah i mean battle.net isn't too bad I was I was gonna say that would be cool if like they kind of merged. I mean, yeah. the Xbox app is actually horrendous. <laughs> oh, yeah, terrible. It's terrible. But I like the Game Pass itself. Yeah, mm. like I purposely ignore the bad things about it just so I can use. Well, yeah, because because the uh, <clears throat> you pay a dollar. Yeah, it so has it's a, like has a saving grace to it. Epic Games doesn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just bad. Mm-hmm. You know, if Steam wanted to, they could pull the Epic exclusive thing and just destroy Epic. Oh yeah. Like yeah. without Seriously. question, and they they definitely have the money for it, especially oh, yeah. now that Steam Deck is just blowing up. They should try to steal Ubisoft's 
um, Ubisoft is already on there. No, no. What I'm saying is try to steal the contract from Epic. The thing is, they have mm, a contract oh, where oh, every yeah. single game. I think it was the first game was. Uh, <clears throat> I think it was Valhalla. Assassin's Creed Valhalla was the first Ubisoft game, and from then on, every single Ubisoft game that released releases on Epic. Huh. The thing is, I don't think Steam. Steam is focused on Steam. Like they're wanting <clears throat> to make their platform great for their users. They're not mm-hmm. really looking to conquer. Yeah. So that's like well, that's that what makes be, it better. Yeah, that's what makes it good, but that's not in their priority list. Like, they're not looking to buy out other, you know, launchers and stuff right now. It's like um, the Steam Deck. Yeah. Apparently, anybody who wants to get it can just purchase one now. There's no reservation time. There's no waiting. That's insane. You just buy it, and they send it to you. I also read that they're selling Steam Deck at a loss. Really? I think so, I read that somewhere. I don't know if it's true or not, but, I mean, it would kind of make sense because people would buy more games when they had it. Yeah. Mm. So they probably make their money back overall. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. That's and, interesting. And actually. people stay on Steam, so they're gonna be less likely to buy it on Epic if they have a Steam Deck. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. So it does make sense. Yeah. I wonder if that's in their plan anyway. I wonder if they knew they were gonna take they're gonna take a loss on it, but they probably. figured in the numbers and said we're Most gonna make likely. more money. Because I've bought more games since having the Steam Deck than I have like in the last in the previous six months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now they weren't big. Triple uh, A games, no. but they were like a bunch of small indie ones. Yeah. yeah, but it adds up. Yeah, if like all three of us, we buy like three or four indie games for the Steam Deck, that's a that's a decent amount of money. And I'll continue to buy games. Yeah, exactly. Per- specifically for the Steam Deck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So they know what they're doing with that. Exactly. <clears throat> I got a weird bubble in my throat. Ooh, nice. Annoying. Apparently, some, oh sorry, I was gonna say apparently some people say frog in my fro- throat instead of bubble. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, a frog? I thought that was when it was, like, horse. I thought that was a just big bowl of mucus. It was a frog in your throat. I've heard it referenced. They're like, oh, you got a frog in your throat? Because they're talking like they have a bubble in their throat. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I just thought that was a big bowl of mucus. Yum. But I was going to say, um, our next game we're playing, Pass Made of Scares, Scorn, which yeah. I started yesterday. <clears throat> Currently has mixed reviews. It's because of the price to amount of time to beat. Like four or five hours? It's like, f- yeah, average of five to six, I think. But people are buying it on Steam when you can get it on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pay a dollar for three months. Do you, have you guys mm-hmm. seen anything on it? or like? I saw footage, and I am so excited for ben, it. Ben, did you want to pull up the, the trailer, the launch trailer for it? Or made of Scare? No, no, of Scorn. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, I saw you playing it, but that was about it. Mm-hmm. This is actually one of the... Because I watched the launch trailer yesterday, or the day before. The, you watched the launch You watched this trailer? On Steam, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it and it got me so excited for this game. It's it's really cool. <clears throat> Don't destroy our eardrums. Oh no! I think he has it muted. Yeah, he doesn't have it muted. Wait. For audio listeners, we have the uh, trailer pulled up here. Why what is, is in slaughter times? Why is that does a band? the thing reset every time? What? what do you mean? The like view of the second monitor. Huh? Oh, I don't know. Just so, play it, Ben. <clears throat> So annoying. What is that <laughs> thing? It looks like the thing from uh, Dark Souls 1. That, that snake thing. Ebb yeah. Software. Did, what else did Ebb Software do? Ebb Software? I'm liking the, the goriness of it. Yeah. It looks super like... Like, what is that? I don't know. I, I actually... <laughs> what are you doing with it? It looks like peanut, almost. <laughs> yeah. Stick your hands in holes. It's just literally <laughs> core. 
Why like, do you have a giant butt on your chest? I don't know. I don't know. But I kind of like it. So it's a puzzle game mainly. It, it's, it's I thought it's it partially was... puzzle game. It's actually mostly puzzle game. I yes. thought it was Doom. No, it's that's very, what a lot of it's very slow it paced. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of people thought it was Doom, and that's why they were mad. Because if you look at reviews, people say, "Oh, I thought this was like only a first-person shooter." I and mean, it runs really well. Like I get a steady like 160, 165. I'm not mad from what it looks like. This looks intriguing. It looks different. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure I would want another Doom game. What is it? I was oh, I was yeah. I was contemplating <clears throat> streaming it the other day, but I was like, it's a little uh, a little I don't know gory. So what are you in hell or something? I don't know. Huh? I don't want to look up anything about a, it until I beat it. Yeah. I, I it kind of looks like an alien planet or something. It reminds yeah. me of those, um like, the medium. Like the alternate oh, world, yeah. Yeah. like bones and flesh, walls and mm. just just very eerie. Mm-hmm. That's what it reminds me of. But we're, we'll do a podcast on that next week. So excited! <laughs> and then you played Overwatch two. Oh yeah, I mean it's fun. How is it different than Overwatch one? It's not any different, <laughs> except the apparently the they changed it from six v six to five v five, so it's a little less chaotic, which is better. Hmm. So I mean. I only played it for like an hour or two. How is it a sequel then? It's not really a sequel. That's why people are kind of <laughs> getting so mad weird. about it. Because like it's, they actually removed stuff. Oh. They wow. added three new heroes. Three new heroes. <laughs> and they removed a couple other ones. That's yeah, really dumb. Nathaniel was saying that they just did like a bunch of balancing. Pretty much. How do they call that a second game? They're... What is it? They... It's mostly because of the uh, co-op mode, which is not even coming out yet. It's coming out next year. Co-op? Yeah, like a like a four or five player co-op like PVE experience. Honestly, it was so out of nowhere. I think um, they're probably just desperate to get something out. No, it wasn't out of nowhere. I, th- I just think because I've been hearing about it for months before. Really? Oh I yeah, have I've been anything? I've been hearing about Overwatch two for a long time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a I've long been hearing time, about it for but a like while. not consistently. Like it hasn't been yeah. in the news or. Like yeah, videos or anything. Yeah, I just randomly saw stuff about it one day. They're like, "Oh, Overwatch One is being replaced." I knew they were making it. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. But they didn't give Overwatch One users enough. Like yeah. people who owned <clears throat> Overwatch One, they removed Overwatch One and replaced it with Two. And that was a paid game. Yeah, oh, I had, right. I had it. You only, you only get access to the three new heroes. But this is. Blizzard, right? It is. So hmm. they're used to doing that to their users. Yeah, they're just they're awful. What I hate it? that company. Um, yeah. Rocket League. Remember Rocket League when that yeah. went free to play mm-hmm. on Epic? Anybody who owned the game previously had all the cars unlocked. That's awesome. They got all the DLCs for free. Almost all of them. There's all the new ones after they didn't get for free, but all the per all the ones that were in the game they got all the free <sighs> DLC. Hmm. Yeah, I felt good about that. Yeah, I exactly. feel like they just took all the money that I spent. And we could still play it on Steam. So, yeah. There mm-hmm. wasn't really anything bad about that. Hmm. But Blizzard just removes the content. Mm-hmm. Apparently maps that people liked were removed too, <laughs> which I don't know why, but whatever. So weird. I don't know. I'm glad I'm not a fan of that community. The game is fun. It is fun. Yeah, but it must suck to get beaten up by the developer all the time. You that know, the stuff true. that you love just constantly gets removed and replaced and all mm. this stuff. Yeah. Anything that by Blizzard, I think, uh, I keep hearing about World of Warcraft. People are getting really mad at that <laughs> game, too. Apparently, uh, they're ruining it. I mean, it is like, what, 25 years old at this point? Something. What no, it was it? like 2004 or something. For what? So even World of Warcraft. That? Oh, yeah. But 
It's pretty old. Blizzard's a very annoying company. So, mm. which I'm glad that COD made its way to Steam again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We don't have to play in the stupid Blizzard launcher. Mm. What's going on, listeners? We hope you're enjoying the podcast so far, and we want to quickly feature the sponsor for today's episode. This podcast is sponsored by Aura. Aura is an identity theft service and fraud protection for your finances, personal info, and family. It's easy to understand and simple to set up, and it's all in one place. Not many people know this, but every 14 seconds, someone becomes a victim of identity theft, and it has cost the U.S. over $56 billion in 2020 alone. Well, with Aura, it gives you a secure password manager, identity theft protection, a VPN, antivirus, and more all in one place. If you use our sponsored link in the description of this video and in this podcast episode description, you will get a free two-week trial for Aura to test out the services. And if you decide you don't like it, there's no charge to you. Okay, well, back to the episode. We can get into uh, the main game yeah. a little bit. Because there is there is a lot of a lot of depth to it. Which I didn't is watch the full explained video. I don't know if you did. I uh, watched. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't watch like behind like what the what it was all about. But mm. it's actually kind of interesting. A lot of backstory to it. Was it Cthulhu? Mm, I thought. Really. I thought it was. It was more like, like Greek, Greek mythology. mythology yeah. yeah. I don't think it was Cthulhu. But it has some historical elements to it too. Mm-hmm. Mm. So what exactly is it? The In game terms of gameplay. Yeah. Uh, well, basically, it's a Resident Evil-esque type horror game, I guess. Because there, there is a mode in there, which I you told me yesterday that it was a... It's a challenge mode. It was a mode. challenge mode instead, rather than, like, a playthrough. But mm-hmm. it's there's an FPS mode in there, which you can use guns, but you don't normally get guns. Uh, I'm curious how that works out. I'm not sure. I saw a gameplay of it. It looked odd. Well, there's scare ritual. Yeah, but the enemies didn't really react to the bullet hits. So I was gonna, oh. Like they would get shot and then like they would just fall. Hmm. They wouldn't scare s- ritual like, shutter or anything. Um, which is another game by them. That's a first person co-op. It's a loud car. That is really loud. Hmm. There's a first person co-op uh, experience, kind of like Killing Floor, hmm. but in the scare universe apparently. So huh. they're starting a universe from this. I guess so, but people are not liking it because it's early access and there's only like one map. Oh, oh, I remember you telling me about that. But I kind of took it as they tried to combine Resident Evil with Outlast. In a way. Because they, yeah. they had the elements where you couldn't fight back, with the exception of like one little device. Yeah. Um, that wasn't really that effective because the ammo was hard to find. Um, but besides that, you were mostly just hiding from enemies and trying yeah. not to get caught. The game is basically about a guy who gets a call for, or gets a letter from his wife, I think it is. It's not a wife. It's not his wife? No. No, it's just his girlfriend or something. Really? Yeah. I yeah. thought it was his wife. No. Oh, well, she said my love a lot in there, so. They're not married. I thought they were married, but um, he gets a, a message from her, and she says that she's stuck at the Scare Hotel or whatever, and she wants him to come visit. And he gets there, and then... Everything's just messed up. There's like this weird music type of thing that keeps playing. And there's like this weird yellow mist yeah. or ghost thing that it explains kind of what it is at the end. But um, basically, you're just kind of trying to find your girlfriend. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, the game revolves around the 
a certain song that affects people. Mm-hmm. It's like it'll make them go crazy. And um, I don't know. I thought it was Cthulhu based, but I guess it's not. I thought mm. it was too, but it's, at the end I was like, oh, this is not Cthulhu. It's based right. on like Greek mythology of the siren song or something. Mm-hmm. Something to do with sirens. Um, I don't know. But yeah, it's very Resident Evil-esque in terms of Actually, like the map design. I think it's too Resident Evil-esque. Oh, what do you mean? Like They literally straight up stole the map system from yeah, Resident the map, Evil. Yeah. Oh, they stole Mr. X. Yeah. Blatantly. yeah. They did. Yeah. yeah, they did. What was like, that straight about? Straight up copied him. <laughs> yep. There was no hiding it at that point. Yeah. yeah. Very similar to Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. Except it's first person. Yes. Oh, but that's like, right. You get yeah. the um, what is it? The the drinks. I was expecting. I was expecting him oh, to like pour it yeah. on his arm or something stupid. Yeah, you know what's, he got wrecked, kind of like the Resident yeah. Evil characters. Not as much. I mean that. Yeah, like Resident Evil what was at seven. <laughs> yeah, got destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> no, the tonics uh, was the healing system in the game. Um, but I couldn't. They did not put enough. Oh, around for the sure. Really? I had it was, so much. It, it was, was ridiculous. I would. I spent most of the game in the red state with the yeah. guy just moaning every three seconds. Yeah. Really? It was I had bad. like seven. I didn't. Huh. I had so many. And I don't know I never, how. I never had any issues with any enemies in the game. Ever. I was just impatient though. I don't like sitting there and slowly following the enemy in yeah. the direction I have to go. That prolonged. Honestly, if you could sprint through the game, you'd probably get it done in like I half did. the time. Oh. Yeah. I sprinted. I got... Basically, what I did was I I just kind of, like, waited for the person to kind of open up, and I'd sprint past them. And then... Because you, you, they can't go into the, uh, the safe rooms. Yeah. So what I would do was I'd run past them, run into the safe room, exit to menu... And then go back into the game, and then wow. the, the people are reset. So I could just walk out of you the didn't door. You have to exit to menu. You could have um, hit um, reset from last save right after you saved it, and it resets them all. That might have been what I did. That's another yeah. thing from Resident Evil, the safe rooms. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like they put too many in. The enemies camped the safe rooms. Mm. That's why I went back to the menu, because I would they wouldn't leave. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to... Literally just reload my save or go back to the menu so they just mm. reset. There was one time the Mr. X guy literally was camping so close to the door I couldn't open it. And I stood, stood there for probably five minutes and he didn't move. And so I had to reset it. There's mm-hmm. nothing I could do. Hmm. But uh, uh, so the gameplay. There's no guns. You yes. just get this little orb where you can it, stun them. It's I don't know what it is. It just plays a sound. Yeah. And it like, yeah, it does stun well, the them. gameplay slow and honestly kind of boring because the enemies are blind. They only react to sounds. Mm-hmm. So like I was crouching 95% of the game. Yeah, same. <laughs> There's one section towards the end where you have to go this really long route through the whole Is it floor. The garden? No. Um, oh, I remember was that. Was it the first floor or something like that? No, it's the basement, basement, I think. And they had blocked off certain areas, so you had to go a very specific route. Mm. But the enemies were placed yeah. exactly in the path. The meat room or whatever? Yeah. So mm. you had to literally just, like, follow behind the enemy, and then they'd stop. And they'd sit there, and they'd, they'd look around, even though they're blind. And then you're slowly dying from... Because you have the thing <laughs> over your mouth. You can't do anything. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's another mechanic where you hold your breath. What yeah. I hated was the purple mist. Because it was so unnecessary. They use yeah. it to block off areas and force you to hold your breath. 
Mm-hmm. Mm. There was one section near the end where it was uh, really tedious, and you had to go back and forth. Oh, they with did the button, thing. and then the guy yeah. playing yeah. the piano. Whenever they had levers, you would have to hit the first lever, go all the way to the gate, hit the button, and then go for the second lever. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you couldn't just hit both levers and then go for it, but I don't know. It just added more playtime, honestly. Yeah. But there's an area near the end where you had to do it and then stop at a certain time, and if you didn't stop, you'd die. But it it was so long, like fifteen minutes of gameplay. Yeah. And if you died, you have to restart the entire thing. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't die, but yeah, I don't think I died on that part either. They had placed these mists around, and oh, and you forced you to go through them and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was very annoying, but I feel like the enemy types they needed more. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, one. it was the same one. It was one the two. same the entire time. Like. Yeah. The the people with the weird masks on their Same head. Same character model too. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Other than the weird fat dude. <laughs> yeah, but I don't it was know like, what that yeah. guy was. But oh yeah, that was just to show you that it was the guy you saw at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Yeah. But that guy was like in multiple places. Yeah. I saw a he few just of them. kept getting pulled around by the giant uncle guy. Uh, Why did the uncle like him so much? I don't know. <laughs> he was a shirtless fat guy. I mean, who knows. I actually did enjoy the story a lot, though. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. The story is my favorite part of it. Like, uh, when you go into the safe rooms, you you activate a phonograph, and you kind of listen, and it kind of slowly tells you the story that way. Mm-hmm. Um, very interesting. I didn't read any of the papers. I didn't either. But, I mean, that's what the explain video is for mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah, there's an awful lot of papers to read. There yeah. were. I mean, if you wanted to read all those, it'd probably prolong the game by another, like, 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah. I like the setting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where it's supposed to be. I know I I know the historical location is like I can't remember. I mean it has to be somewhere in Europe. Yeah. Because of the name Scare. Yeah. Scare yeah. is a European word. Can't in Europe. Where. But why do they talk English? They talk English. Like an English accent. Oh, so is it is it in the UK then? It might be. It must be in the UK. I can't remember where the historical because there is a actual um, scare house. It's called the scare house because they were the developers were originally going to call it scare house, but then um, the owners of scare house p- took legal action against them because oh, wow. they hmm. used the actual name of the place. So um, then they named it scare hotel. So where is scare house? Made of scare. Well, the sto- the oh, folk the, the folk place. tale is made of scare. Oh, hmm. oh, okay. But the there actually is a scare house. I can't remember where it is. Somewhere on the coast. Hmm. Um. But yeah, I I agree. The story is definitely the best part about the game. The gameplay was a little, mm, like you know how in Resident Evil Two, like you wanted to explore and you had fun like finding all the puzzles and stuff for mm-hmm. the most part. But this one, like, I just kind of wanted to get to the end because <laughs> there weren't yeah. actual puzzles. Yeah. Uh, it was mainly just. It was like linear Resident Evil, pretty if you much. Could picture that. Yeah, I like I liked the like the beginning of it. I was like very very interested and in, in happy that it was made like that, but like it never changed. It seemed like it just never changed. Mm-hmm. See, like typical Resident Evil games, you'll get items and you won't know what they do, and you figure it out later. But the way this game works is the items you find are directly linked to the next part. Yeah. So like you get the key that has the kraken on it or whatever the squid. And then you can open the, the squid doors. But that's about it. Like, you get the little shards, and you can put it on the pedestal on mm-hmm. that train diorama thing. 
there was no amb- ambiguity on where you're supposed to put it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was very obvious. Yeah. The entire time. So it wasn't really a puzzle. It was still pretty linear. There, there were puzzle aspects, but like, it was very basic stuff. Like, there was one puzzle where you had to find one of the, the music cylinders, and there was like an arrow. And <laughs> oh, yeah. It, like, you had to pull the thing, whichever one it aimed at. Wait, what was it? The, one of the cylinders. In the lighthouse. In, in the garden area. Um, it was like outside in the garden. This is probably why you didn't get all the cylinders. Oh, that makes um, sense. Because that was this was one of the cylinders you needed to get for that for the bad ending technically, but um, there was there were three bells and there was in there was like the circular room in the middle mm-hmm. and outside were the bells and there was like an arrow. You just had to it's just pointing at the specific ones. You just had to literally just pull the ones that the arrow was pointing at. Oh. And the door opened. Like, this is... But this it was, is so I figured dumb. it out. And I, like... I, it just kept going. Like, I kept pulling the bells over and over again. I'm like, all right, I kind of get the point of this. Can we mm-hmm. can we open the door now? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there was only... There was only... You only had to hit the bells three times. I did it, like, five or six. Because it's aiming at the left one. You pull that bell. It aims to the right one. You pull that. It goes to the middle. You pull that one. And I think it goes to the left one more time. You pull it. Yeah, I know how it works, but it wasn't just three times for me. It was a lot. I wonder if it's randomized then. Huh. I don't know. Huh. Because it obviously didn't work for me. Mm. Then there was that other puzzle where Mr. X-Man was walking after Mm. you, and you had to pull the bells in before the other bell stopped ringing Mm -hmm. or something. Mm. There were two bells. There were two of them, and you had to just pull both of them within like a certain amount of time. You also had to do the piano thing while he was chasing you up the stairs. What? There's a piano, and then you have to play the Did notes in order. Did he ever get you? No. I he he didn't him. go up there. I heard him, oh, but he, he can't. Didn't. He can't go up there. Oh, I heard him stomping around. I so heard I was yeah, but I think that was a safe room type of thing. That's where you you find your girlfriend or something. Or oh, you, no, you yeah. think you're gonna. What find even her? was that? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard to say spoilers because like the game is so short that well, you we talk don't have to it. have a spoiler mode. Honestly, yeah, I, I think we could. I mean, do you want to get into the, some of the like lore? Well, yeah. we can talk about it. I mean, yeah. I I doubt most people would play it because it's just very short. I know that there was um, it, what is it mixed or something? On no, it's no, very it's very, positive. Positive. very positive. Very positive. But what was the main issue that people had was the time to beat? Was it yes? Like the because it was like three hours. It's very short. Like I was expecting it to be like five six. I said this yesterday, but it felt like a demo after I beat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I when I start that. thinking about what I had to do, it kind of feels longer. Because, like, you had to crouch the whole time. But if you sprint the whole time, it it feels like it'd be a demo to an actual game. Mm-hmm. What is it? Whenever, I, I don't know, Resident Evil games are so good mm-hmm. that whenever I play something that's very similar to it, it just doesn't feel as polished. It's, like, almost there, but not really. Like, I played Resident Evil 7 again through on my deck, on the Steam Deck. It was amazing. Yeah. I loved it. But, like, playing Made of Scare, I mean, it was fun, but... I kind of missed the Resident Evil 7 again. Yeah. It's hard to replicate that. It really is. Like, it's tough. I mean, it's good that they took inspiration from th- something that works, but it's really hard to, like, you, you can tell, like, it's not Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. You can tell the issues. It's like they're trying to make it like it Resident ha- Evil. Yeah, but it doesn't have the same <clears throat> polish. Especially with the misdirect section. That was... Because yeah. <laughs> he knew exactly where yeah, you were the entire time. Yep. I thought he was supposed to be blind. Yeah, I know. 
He could see um, me. Maybe like, he was a little bit different. Maybe he can like smell you. Who knows? He knew where you were through the walls, though. <sighs> yeah. And the annoying thing was, like, to, in order to escape him, you needed to actually unlock a vent that was close to like where you're supposed to go, so you can go through it and then misdirect him. But how are you supposed to know to do that unless you die first? Because well, I, I actually got me all the vents and stuff beforehand. Well, I was just going around exploring, and I found the key. And I found that before I did anything else. Yeah, exactly. And so he killed me because I didn't have any of the vents unlocked. Oh, I had the vents unlocked before. Yeah, I hadn't gone into any other places. I was just kind of wandering, not really knowing where I was going. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. So it's like trial and error puzzles, which is kind of annoying because I'd rather figure it out like as I go, not die and then have to redo it. Mm-hmm. But one huge, really, really good part of the game is the audio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seriously. The 3D spatial audio in that game is incredible. Mm-hmm. That's like, the first thing I noticed. Uh, yeah, because like, uh, I first started playing it on the deck, which I then I f- finished on my computer. Mm-hmm. But I had these earbuds in, and I was laying in my bed, and I was hearing every single crack of the floor. Yeah. You just hear every single footstep. You just hear these weird noises, and you're like, they did a really good job with the audio. I kind of mm-hmm. wish that feeling stayed throughout the game. Because mm-hmm. like when I first, yeah, when I first started... It was super creepy. I actually stopped playing because it was like late at night. And I didn't want to like, I know I wanted to finish on my computer anyway. So yeah. like, mm-hmm. but it was really creepy because yeah, you'd hear like the footsteps in the walls. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like once you see what they are and like, I don't know, eventually yeah. it kind of got like, uh, not not so much. There were a couple times where they did that Outlast thing where you were walking by some sort of window and you see some guy like get killed. Or like smashing into the window or something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, Started I did that a few times. Yeah, and it wasn't really scary. Like I don't think no. I ever got jump scared. Did you get? I got jump scared once, <laughs> but that was because it was like obnoxiously loud. Mm-hmm. The fat guy in the room or whatever. Do you remember oh, that? on the window. Yeah, that annoyed me. Yeah, I'm like, are you serious? That just hurt my ears. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I don't yeah, know. it's like I, I knew it was gonna be like that going in because I saw someone put a review that said it's the type of game that just. Blair's loud noises at you to scare you. It was yeah. not as bad as anthology series games, though. <laughs> no. no, I don't know why those games. No, do just that. one of them did it. It was the, uh, the uh, which one? Little Hope, right? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that game was like jump scare after jump scare after jump scare. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Which I'm hoping that the new one doesn't do that. Yeah, it shouldn't because the last one didn't. But hmm. um, I mean, there wasn't too many of those in Made of Scare. Maybe like three or four total. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't the, constant. the game is short anyways, so they can't put any more in. Yeah, but the uh, the dad thing was kind of weird. Dad. Like, yeah, her dad. I didn't really the piano thing. I didn't really get his his thing though. Like, you don't really was get he it blind? until you know the yeah. Oh. Well, no, I mean, uh, I don't know. it's kind of a cult. I don't know, it's kind hmm. of a cult thing. All of them are blind, basically. Hmm. Well, that's why they wear the masks. Yeah. Because I, at first, thought that that was their faces until one of them actually to- took the mask off and they, they had, like, bl- like weird eyes. Because they, they kind of looked normal. The, um, the uncle, or was it the dad? I don't know, pours the liquid dad. down their throats? Yeah. The dad. And that's what stops them from talking? I think it, it blinds them and it st- doesn't allow them to talk. I think huh. it's like a, kind of like a, not acid, but... But you just kill him. He He got it poured on him, though. That's what I was confused about. So I'm not. No, because they lit it on fire. Oh, oh! They burn out their eyes or something. Apparently, 
Was it just was it just uh like oil? Probably. Something simple like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. It was weird though. It was. I, I don't get it entirely, but uh I mean I guess what else is there to talk about? I mean it's kind of a short game. The Did AI you, The AI was pretty bad. The AI I was hated really the AI. bad. Because yeah. I hated the way that they would stop and just It's like they purposely around. do it. Yeah, it's it's to the point where you're like, okay, the game is just trying to stall me from finishing this faster. Yeah, there'll mm-hmm. be a point where I'd be like in the corner crouched, like just literally sitting in the corner crouched, and then the, the AI would just walk towards me yeah. when that wasn't their path before. Yeah. There was one time um, I was in the main room with the organ, and I went to the top of the stairs. I crouched walked the entire way up, and I was just looking at the organ, and I, I didn't do any noises or anything, and I, it played the loud jump scare noise, and the guy went sprinting up and killed me. <laughs> I was like, I didn't do anything, dude. Did you, you Were you breathing? Me? Yeah, but he was way down the stairs. I don't know how he would hear me. Mm. The breathing thing, I only really used the stop breathing like a few times. Really? Generally, I just crouch around them. If they were really close, I would do it, but I don't even know if that was needed. Well, what I yeah. would do is I would literally just stop breathing. I would walk as close to them as possible and just go like around them. I'd you can walk, walk past. and not breathe. You can go. You can't around. walk normally. You need to crouch. No, I was I was not breathing, and I just walk around them. That's weird. That's what I. That's how. And then like if there was just one of them, I would just sprint past, go mm-hmm. to the safe room, and then save it. There were a few times where I sprinted to the safe room. And it worked out, but mm-hmm. most of the time I didn't want to redo sections, so I played it safe. Uh, there was one part um, in the second uh, floor where I got like multiple of those broken pieces, and then I was crouching, and the dude ran at me and killed me like randomly, and then I had to redo it. <laughs> that made me so mad. I had to replay a big section you. too. Yeah, I forget where it was. Like you could probably do the whole game without saving, right? Almost. Yeah, you can. They say you can manually save it, but you have to manually save it at specific locations. Yeah. Like, I wish you could save it any time. Yeah. Mm. That'd be better. It's, what is it? Scorn? Um, what is it? The saving is only at checkpoints. So mm. I had to redo a couple sections. Oh, no. And it wasn't like like right before you died. It's like section. Uh. So, but it was, it's not that bad. Huh. We can get into the spoiler sections, I guess. Yeah. I mean, overall, I think the story was good, but the gameplay was definitely lacking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see what they were trying to do, and it did work at the first, like, maybe 30, 40 minutes of the game, but it just, just stayed the same the whole time. It did have sort of an Outlast-type cult feel to it, mm-hmm. which I did like. But with Outlast, there were different things. There were different people. Yeah. It, it wasn't was like, the same it was, just, it was just different. Like, literally almost the same character model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Roaming the map. With the exception of, like, three people. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't very scary. I had hoped it was. I mean, I like the story. That's, like, the that's that's what saves the game, really, is the story and the mm-hmm. atmosphere. So, like, I'd say it's, I guess, yeah, it's probably worth playing. I mean, it's, like, three hours, so. It's very short. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you have, to ex- you have to realize that you're going to be paying, I don't know how much, how much is it? Is it? 30 bucks? Uh, it's like 20, but we got it on the Humble Bundle. Oh, yeah. So we got eight games in total with the bundle, and I paid $12 for the bundle, oh. and Deathloop was one of them. So uh. basically, if you cut that up, we paid probably $1.50 for it. Yeah. Mm. So if you buy it full price, 20 bucks, you know, you're, you're getting like three hours 
mm-hmm. of gameplay. Unless you play the FPS mode and whatever the other one is. Maybe if you replay it multiple times. So what's the other mode though? Is that multiplayer? Made of or scare ritual? That's a separate game. Oh, okay. It's a separate game and it's a four player co-op. How much is that one? I think it's like 20. And that's in the same universe? It's in the same universe, but it's very early. Like it's early access. Is that the same location? It might be. I don't know. I don't know too much about it, but Mm -hmm. I know that it got like mixed reviews. Like Mm. I think, what is it? Generally the FPS mode is probably not worth playing because like what you have a gun and you go through the game with a gun. They called them challenge modes, so I don't even think it's playing through the full game. I think you're just doing certain tasks. Ooh. Oh, actually, it uh, it's $15, and it is mostly positive. Oh. Huh. But apparently there's only, like, there's only one map currently, so it's very, very, very small. Interesting. This guy has 18 hours in it. That's crazy. Hmm. I mean, it could be cool. Overall, pretty decent game. Yeah. I mean, if you like that type of thing, it's worth playing, you know. I mean, we can, we can say what the ending is. Yeah, we can get into spoilers. So um, there's two endings, right? Yes. There's, not there's a, a good one. ending and there's a bad ending. I got the bad. And what determines your ending is what you have collected. I kind of like that. So there are there's two different things you can collect. There's the pages. There's like um, sheet music. Sheet music. And there's like these cylinders that you could place into the into the organ that'll automatically play like a song. And the sheet music is apparently the song that will stop people from being brainwashed. And the cylinders is how you actually brainwash people with yeah. that specific song. I got the good ending because I had all the sheet music, which I didn't even wasn't even looking for. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I didn't have all the cylinders, which I didn't know of. I yeah. didn't realize that you could finish without the cylinders. I thought that was a requirement. And then the sheet music thing was like an optional one. No, you can either get the cylinders or the sheet music. I wonder how that works though. Like well, how how did progression even work I'm with collecting sure. items? The um when I got to the the lady, or Elizabeth or whatever her face is, um. I had two options that were both blocked off. Mm. And so I was like, because I had three sheet music, three, three cylinders. And I was like, oh, so this is straight up like this. This is I guarantee this is the bad one. This is the good one. Well, because it said uh, I trust you or I don't trust you. Yeah, that's really yeah. vague. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, the not trust her one is probably the way to go. Unless it's like Resident Evil and they give you these choices that you won't know if it's good or bad or not. Yeah. Like I knew where the cylinder was, but I didn't know where the sheet music was, the last one. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to do the cylinder one. So mm. I went to go get it and got the bad ending. Hmm. Yeah, I went for the cylinders first because I thought that was one of the main objectives. Well, yeah, I, did, I didn't know the sheet music. I didn't know what you had to do with those anyways, so... Well, I actually picked the good ending by accident. I mean, the cylinder one was blocked off because I didn't even have it, but it happened so fast I just clicked... I forgot the button, but I clicked it and I was like, it just started the ending. So what was the good ending? The good ending is, so if you remember at the start of the game, she writes that letter to you and she, she asks you to compose a counter, um, a counter lullaby song for the siren song. So you write it and then you find the rest of the pieces in the house to finish the song. 
hmm. which hmm. I don't even know how that works because it could be in a different key. It could be in a different tempo. It doesn't make any sense. But um, so you say you don't trust her at the piano and then you throw the sheet music on the piano and you start playing the counter lullaby and then she turns good because it reverses the effect of the siren song mm. and then the uncle comes in and he's going to grab you but then that reverses his thing so he starts like kind of holding his head or whatever and flipping out then you go down into the the ca- cavern and then you see the siren in the cage um and then all the people there are like kind of flipping out because it reverses the siren song you release the siren from the cage um, and then the siren tries to sing her song, but then since the counter song is already playing, it doesn't work, and the siren flies off. Mm. It could fly? Yeah. Huh. And well, I know it came from the ocean. It flies. Oh. Huh. And apparently, but the, yeah, the bad ending is what? They kill the siren or something? You kill it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you kill it? Yeah, basically, she's like, um, you throw the cylinder, you give the cylinders to her. She throws them into the piano, and she's she has this evil face. I'm like, yep, this is obvious. I knew this was gonna happen. She looked really evil. She did. <laughs> and you go down to the cavern, and they they shove the cage off of the ceiling. Started on fire. Yeah, and they burn it. And then she's like, finish it off. And you go up to this giant harpoon, and you aim the harpoon at it, and you just shoot it into the siren. And everybody's just like, like, like I don't know what they're even doing, but the, I don't know. And then the the credits roll. You're like. Well, don't they turn you into a thing? Yeah, they put yeah. something over your face. They put a bag over your head. You turn into one of the quiet ones. Yeah. The people that run the map. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Uh, all, what I know is that from... So the main character, Thomas, the guy you play in Elizabeth, that's actually um, a historical like love story that actually happened. So in the Scare House, the dad, Isaac, which is his name in the game, he had a daughter named Elizabeth and she was in love with Thomas, which was a musician and a carpenter. And they were planning on getting married and going away, but Thomas didn't have a lot of money. And so back then, you know, they would arrange marriages for like financial reasons. So like the, the father wasn't very rich and they were thinking that they're going to lose the house. So, um, they arranged a marriage where she married some other guy and then no one really knows the exact story, but, she died somehow like people say it's from a broken heart or like she starved herself um and then thomas like wrote a song like that's supposed to be the counter lullaby but he wrote the wrote a song and played it throughout like until he died in like 18 something huh Mm. so it's like an actual story and then after that the maid of scare was like a folk um lore where they say that you can still see her in the windows of the scare house um and then it became like a novel that made a scare or something. And then that's how like the, that's what the game is based on. Hmm. That is really interesting. Yeah. That's cool how they did the, based it off of a real story. Yeah. It's so like Thomas and Elizabeth are real. They were real historical figures, like people. And same with Isaac. Um, hmm. Yeah. Isaac the, was the uncle or the dad? The dad. Oh. But, what was the uncle's name? Uh, I forgot. They, they I just called him uncle. Huh. I don't, I don't know if they ever said his name in the, in the, in the game. In the game, it's pretty, pretty gruesome actually, because like, in the game, it's almost the same, kind of the same thing. But um, they wanted to use the daughter for her singing because she was gonna do, she was gonna sing the siren song. The reason why they did the whole siren song thing is back in that in those times, if a ship wrecked on your 
land, you can actually plunder the ship and it's not illegal. So you could literally take all the stuff. Hmm. So they would put, you know how they used to put up false um, lighthouses to like lure them in and like crash the ship so they can plunder them. Hmm. Well, they did that with a siren song. They would lure people in, rich people, and like plunder their ships and plunder their stuff. Hmm. So like in the game. So wait, where did that come from in the game? That's in like the letters in the. Because I, I, in the treasure cave, I found um, that they talked about a shipwreck that it was completely unintentional that they found the siren. Oh, and is that what the lighthouse is? What? The lighthouse where you find one of the cylinders. Yeah. Well, the, the ship crashed and they found it full of treasure and full and the siren was on that ship as well. Yeah. They used the siren song to lure people in. No, but the way they got the siren to begin with. Yeah, yeah. So that that was completely by accident? Yeah. Hmm. But, I mean, like, they used... They were trying to use the siren song. That's what the cylinders were. Were, like, I guess different portions of the siren song. Hmm. Like, they can kill the siren once they had the song incomplete. Because, you know, those, like, chairs they would have around the map where they would have the, the speakers or whatever, hmm. and they would brainwash them like that? Mm-hmm. Um, they would actually bring people in, um, and they would... Apparently, all four of the seats. Yeah, they would like test them, see what the siren song does to them. Um, and apparently, like early on, the uncle would kill the people and then feed it to the siren. <laughs> hmm. Apparently, I don't know. Hmm. But they were basically doing it to like get money so they can rebuild the hotel to what it used to be like because they were in financial struggles. I took it as they were going to use the siren song to control like parts of the world and stuff maybe no, have, it wasn't that deep maybe have uh, uh, elizabeth like go around and brainwash people i don't know maybe from from the what's in the game and the lore it's just they were trying to basically get like they were trying to make enough money to where they could like rebuild the hotel but at a certain point it got out of hand i can't remember at what point and then that's when thomas went over there mm. that's when like they all went insane because remember at the start of the game she said everyone's going crazy and they're attacking each other and Something hmm. happened to where like that it got out of hand. How did the uncle turn huge? I think he's. Always I think it was huge. just always huge. Yeah. Oh, because she said like he's turned into a monster or something. Hmm. I mean, that might be like not physical, but like yeah, I guess. Mental. <laughs> I mean, huge footsteps as he walks around. Yeah. I mean, he could have been huge. I guess. I don't know. Huh. I mean, his father didn't. He still has a cane, so it's not like it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it does anything to you. Actually, that ship where it in the game it said the siren like was on the ship or whatever, that's actually um, uh, in his in the historical event there was a French ship that actually crashed mm. and the father plundered all the stuff from it, but then it became like this international diplomatic problem or something because like the French that was like a law where they were, but it wasn't for the French, so like they got really mad about it, huh? Because like they took all the stuff from it. That's weird. So it's kind of cool how they like blended like the history of it and then like also yeah into like a like fictional I didn't know about story. all that history stuff. That's sick. It's cool. Is that it? I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I like that part of it. I mean, it's very interesting. Yeah. But it's, the gameplay is kind of weak. Yeah. At some point I was really annoyed. Yeah. yeah. If you can get the game for cheap, it's definitely, definitely worth like one playthrough. It's one of those games where they... Gameplay is so annoying, you're not sure if you want to finish it or not at certain points. Yeah. Yeah, there was uh, actually a few points. I don't know. For me, there was a few points that were like that. Mm-hmm. Or I think I, you were even in the chat when I was like yeah, getting really I mean, mad. I was getting it. mad at the, the, the basement quiet ones, person, yeah. whatever those guys are called. Are they uh, the only enemies in the game? 
Yeah, because yeah, there's this one part where you're in the garden, and there's only one path you can go, and they're right in the path, and yeah. you just got to sit there and wait. And you know I, what, I was getting so impatient. You know what else that made it not that scary is, like, when you would die by them, they'd just punch you and then kick you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. It didn't make it... It didn't make the stakes very high. Like, mm-hmm. the, it needs to have, like, something that... Remember from Alien? The yeah. Alien Isolation? Yeah. When you die, like, sometimes he'd, like... He'd shove his mouth in your face, and then he'd just kill you. Yeah. Or the best one, when you look down, and you just see this thing coming through yeah. your chest. And you, like, you look down, and it's super... It makes the stakes... It's kind of scary. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to die. But the other one is like, they punch you and kick you. It's like, <laughs> yeah. okay. Well, the uncle stomps on your head. Yeah. So that one's a yeah. little bit scary, but... Welcome to the family, son. What? Is that what he said? No. That's Resident Evil 7, where... Oh, yeah. Um, the, the Baker old, guy stomps yeah. on your head. Oh. Huh. Yep. Nice. Play Resident Evil. It's good. Uh, so. All right. I think that's it for this episode. And next week we'll be doing Scorn. So, mm. I think so. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I just responded to yourself. I think so. I don't know. <laughs> he just turns a conversation. I need to take a poop. So. Oh, that's why I was like, why are you rushing this? I don't know. I need to go to the bathroom. Okay. Wait, did you say, did you end it? No, I didn't. Uh. Oh. I forgot what I, how to end it. Uh. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will see you in the next podcast.